Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. hours of the morning and i'm joined by a man looking pretty in pink this is the pff forecast it is uh almost 1 a.m on the east coast this is the live post sunday night forecast um the rain delay if there was ever a game to delay by an hour to get to watch the second half of that was not it we just finished uh chiefs bills we're going to talk a little bit about two of the teams that dominated and a couple of teams that that faltered this week um, Bills and Chargers dominating, uh, Tom Brady getting back on to the pace that we expected, and then the Chiefs looking really, really bad. And then, of course, we will guess the week six, six lines and talk about our favorite bets. Let's start with the Chiefs. How worried? Oh, I'm... They're... Basically, you got to get within striking distance of the Chargers and get back to me at this point. Like, you know, like they're, you know, we talked about last week. You asked me who I thought was the best team in the AFC, and I said Buffalo. Um, Which, I, by the way, was a psychological hedge for tonight, but we won't even talk about that. I was that. a little tired, but our, our simulation <laughs> going into the week did have Buffalo with the second highest odds to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, best chance of any team to win their division going into the Best week. chance of any team, and we talked about that on the live show. They right now, after doing like a, a quick you know subset of our simulations, have about a 42% chance of getting the one seed. And a lot of that is stemming on the fact that the, the Bills have the easiest division in football. The Chargers are awesome, but they're going to have to go through the Broncos and the Raiders and the Chiefs mm. one more time. Um, so it, it's a cakewalk for Buffalo, really. I mean, you look at this, this, this league – and Tampa and Buffalo might have two like really kind of simple, easy schedules on their way to the one seed, and they should be the favorite. And our simulation said so. The other thing that was interesting was up until this week, the betting markets were giving Kansas City basically like minus one ten to win mm-hmm. the AFC West. We had them as the favorites, but only at thirty three percent. And I think it's all on display here, right? There's so much noise in football that a team being able to rattle off, you know. Can you know multiple like ten consecutive wins? Let's say it's just not in the cards, especially when 
there's just not reliable aspects of this Chiefs team anymore. We want to talk about the defense. Everybody on Twitter wants to talk about this defense, Daniel Sorensen, and whatever. The f- fact of the matter is, is Andy Reid has not called a good game yet this year. And Patrick Mahomes hasn't really played. Patrick Mahomes has played well, don't get me wrong, at times. And the Chiefs offense going into the week was leading the NFL in percentage of drives that resulted in points. But like tonight, he did not play well. The If you want to complain about the defense in the first half, go ahead. The defense played really well in the second half. It got three consecutive Good stops. Good enough. Well, relative to yeah. how terrible they are. They played easily well enough for them to win that game. And I just got to say this. A couple things here. First off, um, big Andy Reid fan. Brandon Staley has lapped him at this point. It's a joke, dude. Like, they don't take advantage of fourth downs. They're not going for two. Their scheme is boring. There's no creativity. There's no juice to that team. None. Absolutely zero juice to the Kansas City Chiefs offense. They invested heavily in an offensive line that looks average. Orlando Brown, average. They're not running the ball particularly well. It's it, it, All of the things that we've talked about for a while. And... Um, you can have Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes is still the guy I'd take number one, one overall. Justin Herbert is the guy that looks like Patrick Mahomes used to look. He has multiple receivers on the field that are all getting open. Brandon Staley is allowing him to press down on the gas pedal. Um, they had no answers for a Buffalo Bills defense, which, while good, didn't do anything crazy. They didn't blitz Patrick Mahomes once in this entire game. They played quarters, cover two, and cover six pretty much the entire game. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs were unable to beat it. Um, I'd, be, I'd be fairly concerned. Of course, yeah. I mean, I, there, there's really nothing to that. I mean, the, the Calvary's not coming for Kansas City. You put Chris Jones in the game tonight, it makes a small difference. It's, it doesn't make a diff, that big of a difference. You, you put Willie Gay in there, I thought he looked pretty good along with Nick Bolton. But... You know, you put Juan Thornhill in place of Daniel Sorensen, and maybe you make a tackle or two. You don't bust the coverage or whatever. But you're still not good enough offensively tonight to to win that yeah. football game. And, like, I think the only – this sounds bad. It looks like Clyde edwards Alaire is legitimately injured. Um, I think – I mean, they, they the Chiefs cannot afford to waste downs running the football to Clyde edwards Alaire. It is just – it cannot do it anymore. Um, and – they can't waste second and long runs. They can't waste. I mean, they don't have a running back that they could throw to underneath. Mahomes, that, that, I, I've been saying this for weeks, but like that offense requires, that offense is needs to require a dump off running back, a guy that can bail Mahomes out from taking the hits he's taken, from, you know, having to skip passes when no one's open. Yeah. An Austin Eckler, you might say. Yeah. Well, an Austin Eckler seems like uh, so, a really good one. Where where was he drafted? <laughs> I think uh, 31st. Oh, no. um, 32nd, whatever it was. Uh, okay. Here's what stuck out to me this week. The Bills, obviously, uh, on Sunday night were fantastic. And, and that was something that I was very curious about, in large part because they had faced the easiest schedule in the NFL up to this point. Um, as they mentioned on the broadcast, a few backup um, – uh, quarterbacks in a row, whatever. And they came into Kansas City on the road, even after a delay in which they were in the visiting locker room just, like, cooking for an hour. Yeah, eating, <laughs> eating like, 
Mis- eating shape- apparently bad peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Misshapen which- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. What's your take on that, by the way? What's the right ratio of peanut butter and jelly? Uh, I, I said on Twitter that you need to have, I don't think it's ready, level amounts of jelly. I don't, I don't know what that means. I was the Bootylicious song. Like you need to have those. <laughs> you need to have that much jelly before I really, I think the ratio is in a good place. Too much peanut butter. I think the peanut butter and jelly sandwich sucks. <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Um, you just pulled out a Destiny's Child reference. Wearing a my favorite team has got my favorite team has got blown out on Sunday Night Football. I stayed up until it's fucking one in the morning. I asked you for a peanut butter and jelly ratio. Yeah, and and I gave me a Destiny's chair on the side of. I I just want to know how much jelly jelly you're putting on a peanut (laughs) butter and jelly sandwich. I I even gave you great bounds. I said, I said, air on the side of. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Air on it. Okay, so what you're saying is over fifty percent. Over fifty percent jelly. Air on that. Okay. God help us all. Um, Are you more impressed by Justin Herbert and the Chargers or Josh Allen and the Bills? Uh, I, I I told you before this podcast I wasn't going to make it about Kansas City. I am more impressed, though, with the Chargers. The Chargers took Cleveland. And I said, I said the Chiefs took Cleveland's best swing in week one, but that wasn't true. This Sunday, it was Cleveland's best punch. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland had a two-touchdown lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about all this stuff Staley did. He went for it and fourth down on his own end multiple times. He went for two when they were down 14 to get it to six. Um, he just did everything right. And then Herbert was amazing. So, like, the issue I have with the Chargers, their defense sucked. And they couldn't tackle. And, you know, Kenneth Murray was out. And they couldn't get a, that great of a pass rush. Buffalo... Their defense played fantastic tonight mm. and has played well almost all season. This is the first really good opponent that they've done it against. But it wasn't this Chiefs' best punch. But going into Arrowhead and winning, look, you have, like I think it's basically neck and neck, but I would lean Chargers. I still think Buffalo is should be the favorite in the AFC, though. Uh, I just think the Chargers made me go, okay, again this week um, in, in, in a big way. The thing that sticks out to me with Brandon Staley and the Chargers is when you have someone that confidently goes into – there's a difference between going for a fourth down where you're like, ah, I don't know, okay, I guess. You know, like, like the Chiefs today in the, in the, the end of the first half? Yeah, but the Chiefs didn't even get there, right? Like yeah. there's a confidence to the way that the Chargers and Brandon Staley – and that is – Justin Herbert played like that last year. But now the rest of the team is doing that with him. And he looks even better than he did last year. I mean, he was fantastic today. He's, he's a top five graded quarterback, um, pending review through five weeks. And they didn't even get, like, a great game from Keenan Allen. They have so many different players that are making plays on that team. They have third and fourth options, unlike the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, this And this... I think it's obviously too early to call, you know, between the Bills and the Chargers. Um, And obviously both of them have beaten the Chiefs. And you might say that the Bills' win on the road was a little more impressive. Mm -hmm. Justin Herbert is playing better football 
then you know you can put him up with any quarterback out there maybe tom brady um but but justin herbert has been as impressive as anyone is right now and Jarius butler said this on the pff live show justin herbert mvp that's who would be that's who to get my vote right now mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i wouldn't have to think about it and brandon staley would be coach of the year and i wouldn't have to think about it yeah, do do you get the feeling this is going to be one of those interesting ones, right? Where this is the twenty two thousand eighteen year for Kansas City for the Chargers, where like you you sweep all the awards mm-hmm. and then you know maybe Buffalo wins the Super Bowl or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but I can see it. I mean the yeah everything about the Chargers is playing well right now. They're even Storm Norton like had a good game. I know Clowney didn't play much. Yeah at all in this game so they all had they had to do is neutralize Garrett but they kind of did and um I think the very ex- impressive game I think the x factor is in when they meet in the if they meet in the playoffs to me the x factor could very well be someone like Josh Allen's legs where he has a he's been there before he understands the moment he's mm-hmm. able to leverage those in a way that maybe Justin Herbert isn't comfortable with quite yet yeah and that could be Herbert. Herbert's got good legs. Too. Oh, absolutely. But I think it's just more of like the sense of the moment when yeah. Josh Allen first had those opportunities. Remember, we saw him in the playoffs. We're like, dude, what's going yeah. on here? And I'm not saying Justin Herbert will look like that, but that could be an X factor when we get there. I, I think it's very important to look at when you look at the landscape of the AFC and you think about who the contenders are. You know, throw the Chiefs out. The Chiefs are probably fifth right now just mm-hmm. because of their record. Like some of these, let's power rank the AFC. Some, some of these games are noisy, but like they mm-hmm. matter, right? Like you can't overcome this. We we I said, you know, I, I sent you these numbers for the halftime show. If the Chiefs would have won tonight, they would have had the mo- the highest probability of having the one seed in the AFC, yeah. like a little over eighteen percent. They're now at three and a half percent. They're out of like they are a. They basically have to do what Tampa Bay did last year, which is you know gets they right. got swept by the by New Orleans, lay low, kind of get hot at the end, and then win a bunch of road playoff games. That's their which, goal. By the way, they can very possible, but I but I'm not holding my breath. the The AFC to me goes, and I and I want to I want to talk a little bit about this Buffalo, mm-hmm. and when you look at Buffalo, you have a fantastic head coach, mm-hmm. fantastic head coach, good offensive coordinator in Dable. And a very good defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier. So, organizationally, extremely sharp. I think after that, you have to go probably LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. Brandon Staley says all the right things. We don't even talk about the fact that he like basically quoted that article I wrote about pressures the other day, where he said like pressures are what you select for, and then sacks come. Very smart. He's, with him. he's actually listening to this podcast right now. Uh, well, hey, Brandon. Very good job. Congratulations We're huge, on leading huge the AFC, AFC West. Yeah. So very smart. But also you have the rocket arm quarterback. Both of those teams have the rocket arm quarterback in addition to being very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I think third you have to go with Baltimore. And we all we talk about Baltimore on this podcast all the time. Extremely smart. Mm-hmm. I got a lot going for it. Obviously very fragile this year because of injuries. But have overcome them for the most part. Gotten lucky in Detroit, et cetera, et cetera. Seven-point favorites tonight against Indianapolis. Um, that, that certainly... But they also have like an MVP caliber quarterback. And I think after that, you have to go with Cleveland, which again, what what does Cleveland have? Cleveland has a very smart organization, very bright head coach, and they have a very tough decision to make a quarterback. Yep. You know what? And I was hoping that you were going to have something different than my five. That's exactly yeah. how I would rank the five in the AFC. 
going um, Buffalo, Chargers, um, uh, who is third again? Uh, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, and the thing with Cleveland, they had a, um, was it a third and 10 mm-hmm. against the Chargers, and they could have thrown to try and win the game, yeah. and they ran the ball. I know. And we're sitting there watching the game upstairs, and I turned around and I said, that's, that's the sign right there. You know. If you don't have this, this is like one of, if there's probably like three or four different things that you could put up there and be like, this is the criteria for, do you have the quarterback yet? Yep. One of them is, I need to throw the ball to win the game versus run it to run some clock. Yep. What do you do? And if you have Patrick Mahomes, or you have Josh Allen, or you have Justin Herbert, like Brandon Staley is throwing the fucking yeah, ball. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> He's throwing the ball on those yeah, plays, yeah. and and they did not. Um, and so I think for for that reason, you, I really believe you have a kind of a top tier. It's weird because Cleveland is so sound everywhere else, but the quarterback matters so much. Yep, and they just they do not trust the they guy. They don't and, trust. And, and here's what I'll say about that: good for them if they don't want to sign him to a deal. Don't pretend. Like we're not, you're not in this thing to make participation trophies, right? Especially when you have the cachet that Stefanski has coming off an 11 and five right. season, a playoff win. Um, here's a question I have for you to just sort of close out the AFC discussion. Okay, so you have those four teams: mm-hmm. Kansas City, kind of fifth-ish. I mean, I would still put Kansas City maybe ahead of Cleveland, but it, it's hard, um, obviously. So you have five teams there. Tennessee's obviously going to win the AFC South. It seems pretty clear, um, even though I don't think they're a good team. We have them point three points better than the average you know on a neutral field. But uh, Kansas City, as bad as they look tonight, needs to go ahead of Cleveland. Okay, so they're fourth. They're fourth, and then Cleveland's fifth. Tennessee is. Uh, we're not wasting our time. Okay, because I was going to ask one you, who's the seventh. Who's the seventh best team in the AFC? Let's move to the NFC. Because <laughs> you can't make a case for Las Vegas. This is right a now. Wednesday a night topic. Here, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll it make, is 1 a.m. I'll make a case. I'll make a case. One, one last case. Great. You have 10 seconds. The Bengals. Fantastic. I agree. Um, Joe Burrow is pretty freaking good. Joe Burrow has played fantastically. Yes. Um, let's go to the NFC real quick. Tampa Bay comes back destroys Miami. Yeah. Um, and then you say, okay, like Green Bay barely beat Cincinnati. They were a favorite on the road. New Orleans does win today in Washington. Um, Arizona is still undefeated, beats Trey Lance. Who's the second best team? You know, the Rams obviously lost to Arizona, but then beat Geno Smith. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel confident about any team no, uh, after the after the box. No, I would say I would say it's a dog. Well, no, actually, I do. I'll say this. I actually do. I think the Dallas Cowboys have uh, uh, t- the Dallas Cowboys are a really smart defensive coordinator away from being kind of the similar team to the Chargers. Yeah, uh, you I, know, like very like Kellen Morris doing great things. Dak Prescott is in that tier, very much so. Um, the receivers for Dallas are amazing. The running backs for Dallas are doing what they're supposed to do. No, Tony Pollard is amazing. And in that defense, I don't think the defense is not 
prohibitively bad anymore. And so, like, could it be Green Bay? Yeah. Could it be the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah. Um, but I think right now, if I'm if I'm like, let's say I have, let's say my life depends on it, I have to bet on it against a team in the NFC other than Tampa. I'm scared shitless of betting against Dallas because Dallas can just do what they've done to the last like handful of opponents, mm-hmm. which is just like throw the ball all over them, right? And that's what they've done. Yeah. I, so here's the way I would think about it. Um, which of these teams would I most want to bet on as an underdog against the Bucks? So I'll kind of go through them here. Arizona, the problem with Arizona is that <laughs> there was a play where uh, the Niners schemed, I think it was Debo, like wide open. Trey Lance hit him. And I, 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 I like thought to myself, the Arizona Cardinals and, and Cliff Kingsbury haven't schemed that much open space in total <laughs> all season. Right. That's the problem. Kyler Murray had a little bit of a, an arm thing going on this week, and it, it was a catastrophe. Like mm-hmm. their offense was not very good. So it's not the Cardinals. Um, Green Bay, interestingly, has the best set of superstars, but no Jair Alexander potentially for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. And they have only Devontae Adams. And that makes it also a is challenge. That, is that a design flaw by Lafleur? Because I've always given Lafleur a great deal of credit. Um, in fact, you know there was the whole like, Thursday night game when mm-hmm. I said like Lafleur is a lot better than McVeigh, and then like the Ben Baldwin tweet where it showed that like McVeigh had dumped the most probability in fourth downs, mm-hmm. and Lafleur was like fourth best at not doing it. Part of me can part of me is saying well like. Look how good he can be when they only throw to Adams, right? Adams has like forty percent of the targets yep. or whatever. But it's but at this at, at the same time you're on year three and you still haven't developed a third guy. So to me it's like or a second yeah. guy. I, the way I would say that is like there's a difference between beating the Bengals and throwing only Devonte Adams and beating a team at full strength that's very good and throwing only to Devonte Adams. I, I think that's where I would draw the line. Now I still I still think that the Packers are ahead of the Cardinals with respect to my willingness to bet on them as an underdog to the Tampa Bay Bucks. I then go to the Rams and I put the Rams and the the Packers kind of right there together. But I'm with you in that the Cowboys deserve to be in that group with them in large part because they have all the pieces that you need from an offensive standpoint. We saw them in week one against Tampa Bay, clearly Mm -hmm. not know how to defend against (laughs) Tampa Bay. Um, but I think that's the group there. That being said, it's not it's not nearly as um, clumped together, I think, as the AFC is. Hey, here's a question before we get to week six. You have to start a franchise with a head coach. Who is it? Uh, right now, um, this sounds, I mean, cliche or whatever. We also don't know his warts. I mean the, the 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 clear ones are guys like Staley, McDermott, Harbaugh, Reed. Although Reed's older and he look and he, Reed is not in my top five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Belichick's obviously older. I would say, I would say right now, given the bigger track record, I'd say Sean McDermott. Okay, but 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 it's close. I mean, I would. I am a huge Kyle Shanahan fan in terms of what he does from an offensive scheme perspective. I, I've not fourth downs 
the, having a, a coach that is actually willing to listen to mathematics yeah. is a humongous edge. There are no coaches out there that are doing that. But McDermott does, though. His consistency. Uh, not yeah, with yeah, yeah. Saley's consistency. Yeah. We, we haven't seen so, – so I will say this, yes – if if you can assure me that Staley stays the same forever and ever, and none of this stuff influences him, then he's a shoe in for this spot. McDermott has in many McDermott has a four and a half year track record of taking a team from the from gutting a team, mm-hmm. building it up the way they want to, having conviction about a quarterback, sticking with him. Um, you know, he's a defensive minded coach, but so is Staley you know, Staley, so I break my my, my rule there. Isn't uh, that crazy though? Yeah, yeah. Like we've been talking about how yeah. I, you know, I only want to hire an offensive guy. But Staley thinks Staley is a no. guy who played quarterback and has His become, defense was also trash today. Has become a defensive a defensive yeah. guy. But clearly is thinking about the yeah. offense. No, he he gets it. Like, but I but I I will say like the Bills, the Bills have have gotten it. Like you never watch a Bills game and you're like, what the hell are you doing? Never. I have like for three four years. The only time I ever was exact you know exasperated watching a Bills game was when Josh Allen was doing that stupid sh- like you know flipping the ball mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But like now it's like. They and I, I got to go back and look because obviously I could be wrong. But like my impression of the building, they, they tackle, they 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 keep things in front of them. And I, I was texting uh, with our, our friend Saran Petro, who listens to the show, and I said the Bills are just disciplined, right? Like it takes discipline to sit in this too high stuff against Kansas City all game, right? It, mm-hmm. it takes discipline. It takes discipline, by the way, to take three games against. You know, bad teams over the last three weeks, and just fucking handle business, especially when your quarterback has not played well. This is the first game Allen's really played a great game this year, and so I'll go. But it's close. I, Staley's amazing. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I, I want to give the Bills a shout out because I think yeah. they, they, they don't get talked about enough for how well they're run and how and how well you know the whole coaching staff works together. I, I think Frazier a very good. Uh, you know, rebound from a tough head coaching tenure with the Vikings, tough defensive coordinator stint with Tampa Bay. I think he's been great. I I agree with you. I don't know that McDermott would be number two for me, although he deserves to be in the conversation. Yeah. I am curious whether the way we've seen Kyle Shanahan coach in San Francisco has been a direct result. Because Brandon Staley has Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan has had Jimmy G and whatever the child that is Trey Lance is right now, Mm -hmm. okay? So you have not seen him come into a place with a quarterback that has that kind of ability, which gives you the confidence to do the right thing. (laughs) So I am curious because there is no doubt in my mind that Kyle Shanahan, from a scheme perspective, is the guy that that I want there. Um, McVay has proven to be way too conservative on fourth downs. He would not be... My choice there. I would think uh, John Harbaugh would be in that conversation for me. Um, but right now, if I had to start a team with one coach, it's Brandon Staley. He, he, when he talks, he gives me the most confidence of any coach in the NFL that he knows what the, what the hell he's doing. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. Yeah, the, 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 that's a good point. I, my thing with Shanahan, and I, I will... You, you, hate, you hate Shanahan. I, I, I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, like, my thing with Shanahan is... I'm impressed by – the interesting thing is I'm impressed by how efficient he can make guys like C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins. 
the only the only problem I have is like the stakes are kind of low there, right? Like when, when you're you know three and seven or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're trying to show off or whatever, like it's different, right? And like he has he has at times like made bad decisions that you wonder. But they all make bad decisions. Like Lafleur made a bad decision in this in the NFC title game, and I still think he's a fantastic coach. So that that you know, I think that they their run pass splits are a little bit too unbalanced, and that's what makes them look bad in our metrics and stuff. But he's obviously great. I don't have the I don't have the um, expertise to say like, oh, he's calling this play really well, or he's met, you know writing this play really well and stuff like that. Like that's obviously outside of my my view. But like, you know, I, I would yeah. have liked to seen a little bit, you know. I think I think today's game was really frustrating for one. By the way, I should say that the real answer to which coach should you start with is Tom Brady. <laughs> you can start any team with a head coach. Yeah. It's Tom Brady. In the MVP conversation, I said, look, I think Justin Herbert deserves the vote. Um, but it's more of a surprise based on how much he's ascended. The yeah. player, I think, still that has played the best so far on its totality this season is Tom Brady. 18 big-time throws zero turnover worthy plays and fewer than 10 sacks it's amazing i mean he's the only guy with uh over 14 i think there's not a lot of negative things that happen in that offense he's he's insane i mean the way he played um today was uh incredible and i mean aside from even in that rams game where they were completely depleted from a defensive back perspective you know he he still <laughs> fought. I think those two big primetime games where he didn't play particularly well are the reason mm-hmm. he doesn't get the MVP right now. Might be a chance to buy there. Before we get to week six, reminder: you can subscribe to this podcast here on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is, or YouTube. Um, share it with your friends. Smash the subscribe so you get a little notification when uh, new episodes come up Wednesday evening and Sunday evenings. Um, and head to pff.com. At this point, we're talking Monday mornings. True. Good point. Um, <laughs> well, if you're on the West Coast, <laughs> yeah. if you're on the best coast. The best coast. Um, go I want to P- be a West Coast dad so badly right now. <laughs> I mean, you're dressed like it. <laughs> I am dressed like it. Um, go to pff.com and get yourself prepared for week six. We're going to talk about week six games here. Take a look at the early spreads. Uh, if you have to start sit questions, you know who to pick up, what fantasy players to start. Uh, definitely don't listen to me. I always get it wrong. So go to pff.com and figure it out. I always hijack my brain and it does not work out well. Um, get 0 to 100 grades for every single player um, and a heck of a lot more, plus all of the premium content for just $9.99 with the PFF Edge subscription. If you want the props tool, which just prints money, um, the betting dashboards, DFS optimizer, that comes with an elite subscription, which uh, both of us highly recommend. So go check it out at pff.com and if you're looking to place a bet on a game might i advise going to DraftKings and the DraftKings sportsbook use promo code pff there and when you bet one dollar on any team to score which is going to happen you'll get a hundred dollars in free bets at DraftKings and the DraftKings sportsbook the official sportsbook of the nfl uh, remember, you must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers are the ones that are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Week six. Thursday night. So uh, for anyone that's new, we go through, we guess the lines. We see what the lines actually are. 
and we decide whether we want to bet that Last game right now. Picks, by the way, we went three and two on our write-ups. Um, there are now 12, 11, and one. Uh, we actually got our first game last week that did not get closing line value all season. Or no, that got negative. We had San Francisco plus four and a half. That closed at plus five and a half. So our picks are averaging about 0.9 points of closing line value per pick. So not a not, not a bad start, even though the results have been interesting. Um, our, our locks of the week are three and two. Uh, we did lose not the Cleveland yeah. side of the teaser, but the Seattle teaser. But which was Garbage. Yeah, that was, was such garbage. a good it was, pick. It, it happens. I mean, it was a great pick, and and Tyler Lockett falling down even without um, Russell Wilson. Like that was the going whole to timing of it. Cash. It happened before the two minute warning. It yep. happens after the two minute warning. It, they're Just they're taking knees. Um, but, but closing line value, the the altar at which we pray. The the, uh, the Jets. I said today they're five and zero closing line. Value. Oh my god! The Cleve champions. Um, the the Jets mercifully. Um, they don't play got the over week. for us. They don't play this week. Oh, thank God! Because if they did, we were going to have to have an intervention. intervention yeah. yeah, we we can't we can't do the Jets anymore. Okay, um, Thursday night football. Tampa Bay goes to Philadelphia. What did you have this at? I had Tampa favored by seven and a half at, on the road. Oh, interesting. That doesn't seem high. Enough. I had Tampa Bay eleven and a half. So this will be interesting. What is it? Uh, six and a half. Whoa. Um. Okay, so it's I'm juiced towards seven, so it's probably more like a seven. Yeah, Pinnacle thanks for here. making me feel better. I'm five Pinnacle, points off. Pinnacle's trying to make trying to make you bet on the Bucks here. Um, so what am I not seeing? Uh, injuries in Tampa secondary, spunky wide receivers for Philly, um, Jalen Hurts. I don't know though, man. I. I think at the very least we should have some sort of teaser that has Tampa Bay um, minus, you know, basically minus a point here, minus or minus, sorry, minus a half a point. Um, I think Philly, Philly went into Carolina today. Um, one, um, they yet to win at home. They went to Carolina today and won a game uh, that was kind of fluky. They got three Sam Darnold interceptions. Yeah. Um, Tampa. I don't know, man. Short rest, I guess. Maybe is this? Maybe I don't know. Like I, I, so I think Tampa short, minus on a short week. Who would you rather have leading your team? Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts or Tom Brady? <laughs> Just throwing Bruce Arians out of the equation. Bruce Arians doing a great job of letting TB12 yeah, cook and, and punting a lot on fourth down, so it's just kind of tilting. Um, who's covering? The, yeah, I guess the question the is: Tampa who's receivers are Smith or or Jamel Jaylen. Dean played. Richard Sherman's playing. All right, fine. Let's go. Let's let's not make this hard. Let's just go Tampa. Yeah, minus let's keep six this rolling. I need to get. I mean, I need to get back up five, five points off the market. This is a great yeah, well, start. Here we go. Need some sleep. We're we're coming in on <laughs> one twenty a.m. Uh, Miami goes to Jacksonville. Uh, no, they do not go to Jacksonville. Miami and Jacksonville are both going to London, where they should probably stay. Um, Christ, <laughs> I have the Jaguars uh, plus four and a half here. Oh wow! See, I do not think is Tua coming back. Do we not know? Is that that's the question? I don't see the line here on Pinnacle. Yeah, sports. I don't see it either. In fact, there's a lot time. that we don't see. I t- I said because if it was Jacoby Brissett, I would take. I said Miami be favored by two and a half. Okay. Jacoby Brissett is is his comeback against before the Sunday Las night. Before Sunday night, it was three. 
Okay. Per at golf odds, Jeff Sherman, who is the uh, VP of risk management at the Westgate Superbook. Yeah. I mean, minus three seems fair. Do we want to talk any, at all about this game? Nope. Okay. Let's move on. Kansas City, your Chiefs are going Chiefs, to Washington. My Chiefs are thick and thin here. Going to Washington thin, to play the Washington football thin. team, who um, notably did not beat the New Orleans Saints. As we oh, what, what's Washington's record? Not good. Oh, interesting. Um, their quarterback also, I don't know if you know this, got injured in half a point. You cannot defense. take a victory lap. I can't actually because their defense is dog shit. That is, that's what I said before the season. No, no. No, no. You don't get to victory lap for a team that lost their starting quarterback. You do not. I, you I, do not. Just – you do not. Absolutely do, no is way. Is the money still green when the, the quarterback you, gets hurt? You cannot. For a guy that sits up there and cheers when players go under their prop because they get injured, I do you not are do not that. allowed. I you do are, not cheer. I, I make a note that they've gone oh, under their prop. Interesting. Yeah, I do not cheer. Stop making me look like a monster. I don't. Cheer. You can't look like a monster. You look like the Easter Bunny. I do not cheer. I I make a note that a they subtle go, fist pump. Okay, okay, okay. That they go under their prop when they get injured. You do. Find an audible note. Season season total nine hundred and a half yards. I I do not. That was do, rude. That was rude. That I, was rude. I don't yes, cheer. I don't. I make a note of it. But like, the point of it was that they were fragile and their defense sucks. And their defense did suck. Jameis Winston went straight Jameis on them. Fifteen completions, four touchdowns. Do you do you know this was a great spot for the Saints? The Saints beating Washington is not proof that Washington is bad. Okay, okay, but they're still two and three. Yes, and they, and they lost their starting quarterback in the first game of the season. How much better is Ryan Fitzpatrick than Taylor Heineke? A decent ways better at throwing the football, which is okay. important. Well, this is a slump bus. What, what did you have Kansas City at? I have Kansas City as a seven point favorite. I had nine and a half. Uh, it is seven. I'm back at it. Back, back at, at it. it. Just You're back at it. it. See, look at me overrating my favorite team. Yeah, it's, I'm shocked by this. Now, I wonder, This is this. these lines are from pre-Sunday night, so I don't know what it is right now. I mean, if you give me a six and a half, I'm pounding it. I'm sorry. We need an official. I don't see it, I don't see it on. Um, so we have it on Bet Online here? Bet go, Online go might look be if you can find it. I mean, my take is that you wouldn't necessarily move the line based on this most recent game um yeah i'm seeing seven still um okay yeah yeah bet online has the majority of these okay so i don't know man i mean look they can't stop anybody and the washington football team's offense has been pretty spunky so the washington football team's offense is not why they're bad it's their defense is why they're bad um but the chiefs i mean like it has to be said, the Chiefs' offense was terrible tonight, and like it was not good. They don't have a le- like. There's an easy way to beat them. Now I don't know if Washington's going to beat them, but and, and seven's a lot. Let's just ignore this game. Let's move on to another game. Yeah, um, the Los Angeles Rams going to New York to play the Giants. Now yeah, I'm this was... guessing there's like no line for this. Um, no, it's up now. It is. Yeah. It, so is this assuming that Daniel Jones is playing? I think this is just assuming that the difference between Daniel Jones and the neck are not that high. Really? I mean, Daniel Jones has played well this year. Um, I had the Los Angeles Rams in New York uh, giving nine and a half points. Yeah. I was, I, this was before Jones. I said eight. Okay. But it's ten and a half. 
that seems fair. I think there's a little bit of uncertainty about him, certainly. Yeah, I mean, he was staggering off mm-hmm. the field. Like, who knows if... So, would you take this now? Rams? I would not take the Giants, no. I'm not taking the Giants. I'm not laying it with the Rams either. Stafford's not the... Stafford's not... I think the Giants' defense is... The Giants' defense is still underrated despite what happened today. Dallas's offense is, is a really okay. good offense. They're, Dallas's offense is better than the Rams' offense. So, I think Fair. people are... are People are overreacting to what could happen to the Giants defense against the Rams because of mm. what they saw Dallas do to them. Houston, God, there's some bad games this week. Um, Houston travels to Indianapolis. Yeah, Indy I, plays, who'd Indy you plays have? tonight. Would you I'm have off this? here? I said Indy minus six and a half. Oh, that's what I had too. We're it's off ten. Uh, Can we take Houston? Do we buy Houston? Houston will at least try. I know we said no Houston this year, but I feel like I, Houston will try. I am surprised by this line. What's the difference between Indy and New England? New England, New England has a better quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't... Damien Harris will fumble, but maybe Jonathan Taylor will New won't. England's offensive line is banged up, but so is Indy's. Yeah, let's take, let's take Houston plus the points. Houston's Houston's defense is not as good as fucking I Say what you want about the Houston organization. They play hard. David Culley's out there getting these dudes to to play. play And Brandon Cooks is is auditioning for a new team. Could Cooks go to the Chiefs maybe? Does he play offensive line? No, he plays plays safety for Daniel Sorensen. (laughs) Poor guy. Daniel Sorensen's getting roasted. It's not his fault, Spags. Looks like you out there. Uh, Cincinnati goes to Detroit. That, Cincinnati goes to Detroit. Uh-huh. Oh, n- um, another great game. Another great game. I have the Detroit Lions getting three and a half points at home. Uh, did I put this one down? Oh, I forgot to put this one down. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I already see it. So Detroit is getting three and a half at home. Hmm. Ding. Just cooking over here with gas. I think that's the right line, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you can't <laughs> buy Cincy, I, I don't think, here. No. Um, and, and by the way, the Detroit Lions have just been a cover machine. They play hard. Yeah. Uh, by the, yeah, they came back to backdoor it. They covered not only close, which was 10. By the way, can we, can we dispel all notions of Coach X is a covering machine? Everybody's like, oh, Mike Zimmer's a cover machine against bad teams at home. It's like, no, actually, the market adjusts to that shit. Yeah. That's Ooh. why it opens at 7.5, it closes at 10, and you lose all of those bets when you lay it with a bad Vikings team. Yeah. Rant. It's, um, uh, it, trends are so tricky because they sound so good, but there's a reason they sound good. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, Did Teddy Bridgewater cover this week? Oh, no, he, <laughs> no, didn't. he did not. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he most certainly did that. Um, okay, let's move on. Green Bay goes to Chicago. This is kind of a good game. An interesting one. Oh, Justin I got this Fields. one right for once. Aaron Rodgers. Um, okay, I will go first then. I said Chicago gets four and a half. Oh, you and I both got it right. Look at us. I know. Would you lay it with Green Bay here? They're not good enough, are they? I feel like Fields, though, threw for like 111 yards today. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, here was my analysis on this game. Green Bay coming to Cincinnati, playing the Bengals, you know, with a, a fairly pro Packers crowd. And then going to Chicago, playing Chicago team. Like, both of those teams are spunky. 
you know, I think is the right way to put it. And Green Bay is a very good team, but they're not a team, in my opinion, that is going out there and like whooping, whooping behind, you know, against mm-hmm. spunky young quarterbacks. They kind of haven't been for a while, right? Like even like last year they had some pretty good games. Yeah, but last like, year, yeah. But like for the most part, they were kind of grinding some of these games out. I feel like this is kind of another one. I mean, there's no way I could take the points with Chicago, but fair. Okay, a lot of totals in the 40s this week. By the way, what's um, the total on that game? That game's 46. Uh, Thursday night football, it's 53. Um, Arizona Cleveland's 53 and a half, and that those are the only two games in the 50s. So we're starting. Oh no, Chargers Ravens is 50. So we're going to okay. see that kind of equilibrate. Um, okay. Equilibrate. Mm-hmm. Like that word. Um, speaking of. The Chargers and the Ravens. This is the best game of the week. In Baltimore, we see the Baltimore Ravens tonight, obviously, against the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts. Would you have this? So Baltimore minus two and a half. Okay. I am fairly different than you. I have Baltimore minus three. Chargers are plus three and a half, minus 120. That is a bet I want to take. You want to take the Chargers? Yes. I, I know we're buying them high. I know it. And I know they're bad at run defense. But we are really taking. You have the. You have the. You have so. So here's a couple factors. And actually, there was a there's a guy um, on Twitter who I interact with, Sharp Value Better, who actually I I think this is actually a fairly good or Deep Value Better might be his name, but um, who actually documented this. The West Coast to East Coast playing at one o'clock thing is now overvalued in the betting markets. Mm -hmm. West Coast teams, you know, tend to perform. You know, you should not be giving out any extra points or it's already baked in it's overbaked in let's say so you have that factor you know the ravens are getting one less day of rest now the ravens have like been like undefeated on one less day of rest forever like it's crazy like, I, I can't remember the exact stat but like they're also very good and, and prepared but i like i mean you're getting three in the hook this game's gonna be close um the one the other thing i like about this game over 50 this game goes over 50. Yes. Here's what I like about this game. And I, I'm with you on the Chargers here, even though we're buying them at the top of the market. What I like about this game is the type of defenders that the Chargers have are the type of defenders that I want when I'm facing Lamar Jackson. They kind of have like, I mean, Derwin James is a Lamar Jackson-esque athlete on the other side of the ball, right? Um, you know, they, they have some really athletic linemen. Their corners are um, and safeties are able to kind of play all over the field. I like Brandon Staley in that matchup against um, the Ravens. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you. Um, Minnesota goes to Carolina. Um, I have uh, this as a pick. I made Carolina minus two and a half. It is a pick, though. Carolina shaded a little bit. Carolina's minus 115. Vikings are minus 105. Carolina stinks. Yeah, but the Vikings stink. Exactly. It's a stink. Stink versus stink. Wait, don't you, well, I guess home field advantage is basically trace. I'll have to go yeah. back and look. What's the total on this game? 47. Hmm. Okay. I think, you have, I think, that, I think the handicap here is two bad offensive lines. Yeah. And two decent pass rushes. Like the Vikings, like, I, I, look, I shit on the Vikings all the time, but like 
they they were good on them for signing Everson Griffin once he realized all their younger edge players stink besides mm-hmm. Neil Hunter because he's playing well. He had a couple sacks today or a couple pressures at least. Um, and the Panthers start Cam Irving slash Braden Christensen slash something at tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Panthers have Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick and guys that can make push up there. The Vikings did play Christian Derrishaw like a half the game today. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll play the whole game because Rashad Hill got absolutely abused when he was in today. Um, so uh, you have a couple Kirks at quarterback. I mean, you, I could be a convinced over 47, although we took over in their game. T- you know, we bet over in their game today, and that wasn't close. But maybe that's maybe you're getting a value here. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Panthers Panthers have gone under their total. I'm trying to remember exactly. Yeah, how the they Sam Donald spaceship is kind of crashing back to Earth. Uh, Arizona goes to Cleveland. Second best game of the weekend um, in Cleveland. I have the Cleveland Browns favored by two and a half. Same. It is three, but it's oh, three plus on. one. T- yeah, it's two and a half. There's no way that's a flat three. It's three minus plus 100, yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, that one doesn't look like we have any value because we lo- we basically guessed it. Total on that is what? Uh, 53 and a half. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about the Cardinals. I'm nervous about what that offense looked like today. Yeah, same. Um, and, I, and I was encouraged by how Baker played today. He's still not like worth the forty-five million, but he like played well given the constraints of Baker Mayfield today. That's going to be so fascinating to see what they do with him. Yeah. Oh, do, if they get Jarvis back, that might be something to think about in this game because he's been out now yeah. three games. So if they what get is, him what back, what is the Cleveland Browns' path forward if they don't? Because uh, we haven't seen when. No one's we ever done this. Seen this right? The the Washington football team traded for Alex Smith and let Cousins go. That was basically the last time we saw a franchise caliber quarterback, franchise ish caliber quarterback leave. But they went two tags before they did that. Now Mayfield's on a fifth year option, so it's a little different. Cousins, who's a fourth round pick. Um, I mean, I think you find an unsuspecting team and you trade Baker to them for at least one first-round pick, if not a couple, and then you use that and your first-round pick to move Let's up move and get up. a quarterback. The problem is, is this year, there probably isn't a quarterback worth that that move. Yeah, Malik Willis, I don't know. Malik Willis, uh, Matt Corral is actually really good, I think. But That's tough. Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, honest to God, I think you just like play Case Keenum for a year. That's you that's hard. Yourself. That's hard to sell your. If you're a franchise, it, this is my opinion though. If you're a franchise that's smart enough to discern between a good quarterback that's not worth the money and a good enough quarterback that's worth the money, you have a good enough head coach slash offensive coordinator to get decent play out of Case Keenum and keep the boat mm-hmm. going. A Geno Smith will be available. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. I have um, Denver favored by two and a half. Yeah, I said two and a half. It is it is like almost three and a half actually? Whoa! Uh, people are not buying the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders here plus three and a half. Yes, so will I. Yeah. I mean, I, am I? So here's the thing. Um, am I more like I know Denver's got a good home field, but the Raiders have played their bunch. The Raiders won there last year. 
This is the better. better this is simple. Better quarterback getting better points. quarterback getting points. And, and and we're are unless cars look significantly hurt. We, he got injured a few times today. Like him over Bridgewater is a no no contest. Bridgewater did not look great. Uh, Dallas plays at New England. I have uh, New England getting three. I had two and a half. It is basically four. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I agree with all of that. Dallas is Dallas is as advertised. Dallas is five and zero against the spread, four and one straight up. Um, offense looks fantastic. Like this is the this is the best extended stretch of play Dallas has had since 2016. Since yeah. Zach's first. If year. you're in three hours when Get Up starts, I can tell you how they'll open up with yeah. Mike Greenberg and a monologue about the yeah. Dallas Cowboys, and they'll talk about and, they, and they've earned it though. Like good for them, they've earned it so far. Seattle and Pittsburgh. Geno Smith and Ben Roethlisberger on Sunday Night Football. God, this is going to be... Maybe we should just do the podcast during... They won't notice. No. They'll be like, yeah. Um, I have uh, Pittsburgh favored by three. I said Pittsburgh... It should be four, four and a half. Yeah, it is four and a half. Yeah. I oh no, four. I said seven and a half Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. But... I, I quickly realized that that's wrong. But, um, but yeah. This what is, a disaster. This is tough because Gino looked passable in that game, but there's just no way. I'm not betting. See, here's the problem. I refuse to believe that the Seahawks can craft a game plan to make a bad quarterback look good because they've absolutely, utterly – completely absolutely forgotten or or ignored or refused to craft a game plan to make an elite quarterback look good that's fair like is that, so if, could, if they go woke on geno smith and like start running play action more start going down the field more have a good run pass balance that would be funny and i would be they trust geno smith more than i would Russell be Wilson. so mad well then yeah i'm probably not ready to bet on ben roethlisberger Although this week would have been the week. And I fucked that up. I messed that up. Sorry. Uh, that game. Oh, my God. Too bad we can't uh, flex yet. Buffalo on Monday night goes to Tennessee to play the Tennessee Titans. I have the Tennessee Titans getting three and a half points. I said Tennessee plus two and a half. I'm which, gonna, is, which is I'm short now. Right, yeah. Do we know what it is? Uh, before Sunday Night Football was three and a half. So okay, it is at least three and a half. Yeah, Tennessee's terrible. Tennessee not very good. What do you I think? This maybe moves out to like four and a half. Mm, maybe, but Tennessee's at home. Tennessee also blew out Buffalo when they played last year mm. um, in Buffalo. It was a COVID game. It was a COVID game, but it was a COVID game that should have been more COVID for the Titans than it was Buffalo, right? Like, yeah. The um, before we get to before we talk about the ones that we like the most here. Um, we are sponsored by our good friends at Western Southern Financial Group. If you are trying to find a way to make all of Truth, your... the light. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> to help your money grow, Western Southern can help you do that, whether you're trying to buy a home or figure out um, how you're going to retire, or you just like to want to you know, you have more money, you need a playbook for how that's going to happen, go to Western and Southern and have them help you make your goals become a reality. WesternSouthern.com slash PFF to make that happen. 
And, of course, it's getting kind of chilly. It's, it's going to get kind of chilly at some point. It's kind of warm this week. It's kind of been warm, yeah. It's going to get kind of chilly. And uh, when it gets chilly, you're going to wear a bunch of clothes. Some, you know, you're going to bundle yourself up. You want to make sure that everything is clean all over, right? Manscaped. Oh, that's what <laughs> I was going. Okay. I was going to try and throw you off the all scent. Right. It's also very early in the morning. Um, Manscaped and the Lawnmower 4.0 will make sure that throughout the holiday season and whatever the hell it is that you're wearing for Halloween, that you stay comfortable. Oh, it's yeah. very important yep. to make sure that um, that happens. I personally use it. I would not tell you to buy something that you would use all over your body unless I had tried it myself. Mm-hmm. And I still use it. And I'm still here to talk about it. Use promo code PFF at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. Um, I, I'll just say this. They greatly improved the battery life. There is a light now, which is also useful. Battery life is the biggest thing. Um, and it's even safer than the one they had before. So I recommend it. Go get it. Okay. Uh, which ones do you like the best here? All right. So I, I wrote this. New, like So these are the four, four and a half I want to go with, five. Mm-hmm. Tampa minus six and a half. Chargers plus three and a half, over 50. Mm-hmm. Houston plus 10. And the Las Vegas Raiders plus three and a half. Yes. Um, Are any of these – so here's a question. So I think the Chargers-Ravens game is going to – I think that's going to get bet up to 51, 51 and a half. Mm-hmm. So I think that one we, we plan our flag right now. Chargers-Raiders can both get to three, I think, especially because Chargers is already minus 120. Um, Raiders, I think, is, is, going to, is going to get there. So I think you plant your flag there. Houston this week – I think it did open double digits, and then it closed at seven and a half. So this is another one where Houston has been the side of some uh, of. Also, the, the Colts are a seven point underdog on Monday night. So if they if they get blown out, this you're getting get a good number out, here. You're getting a good number here. Yeah, and and, and if if Indy wins or or plays weird, it's going to be because Baltimore did some dumb thing or whatever you know, and or or yeah. didn't perform well. Baltimore's looking ahead to the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Tampa, that thing can get out to seven. It's a, it's going to be a public. It's already minus seven, minus one hundred eight. So maybe we have to say minus seven because yep. I'm bet online. But you could see it out to seven and a half, right? So let's go Tampa minus seven, Chargers. That's minus one twenty. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure we make a note there. And then Houston, we have a problem plus ten. Um, I think that that's already minus one fifteen. So. You could eventually see that being single digits. Uh, and then Las Vegas Raiders um, at Denver Broncos. So we're AFC West here. We're going with plus three and a half. That's going to be minus 120 as well because plus three is even money. Um, but again, those could trend downward if you have injuries or things like that. So, Any, uh, any teasers that you like? I- uh, so you don't have any two and a halves here. Yeah, you do. Cleveland? Uh... Cleveland plus two and a half in Arizona. Oh, sure, I see it as a three, but yeah, ah. yeah. Um, total on that game is fifty three and a half. You don't kind of want it, but um, you could tease Tampa down to, to one, and that's tease basically Kansas, it. Though. Kansas City down to one as well. Yeah, Tampa, Kansas City. So the Super Bowl fifty five teaser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we really? Uh, I mean, yeah, let's do it. I, I don't actually hate that. Um, and that would be Kansas City minus one, you said. Mm-hmm. 
let's do that. Yeah, I think Kansas City finds a way to win. They're not that down in the dumps here. It is crazy though. All these statistical trends, like with the the Super Bowl loser, just takes a shit the next mm-hmm. year, every year. It's weird. And then the five offensive linemen change. I wrote about that at the very beginning of the and season. And that offensive line does not look and good. The, well, the offensive line is not their work. Like, the problem is, this is why, and I don't mean to belabor this much longer, but Thank it's you. what I say every single offseason. If you, if you spend the offseason trying to solve last year's problems, you can. Like, the cap is real, but it's fake for any one move you want to make mm-hmm. or any one, but it, matter, it matters globally. So, like... All these teams and their fans are like, oh, look, look at how much work we did here. Mm-hmm. And then they forget all the other stuff that was like noisy just to be good. And you get any sort of regression anywhere else and things pop up everywhere. You're playing whack-a-mole. And so, yeah, the Chiefs offensive line is not their biggest problem. And that was their goal this offseason was to take it from their biggest problem to yep. merely not their biggest problem. The problem is, is everything else popped up again, you know. And unfortunately, that means... For them, uh, they can't win. So, can I give you one more that I like? Uh huh. Tell me what you think about this. Raiders Broncos total is forty four and a half. <sighs> after watching those two, after watching, right? It did not look good today. That's why it's forty four and a half, right? Yeah. So what would we'd need Bridgewater? Is is Denver's O line good? I mean, they're they're fine. That they can withstand it, so chart. So that would be Raiders. The Broncos, Broncos Pittsburgh over was thirty nine. It went over, I believe. What what did we end up with in that game? It was twenty seven nineteen. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely could see like a, well, like the Raiders game today against the. Yeah, Raiders. you're talking about like Von Miller just takes over and like, yeah. or Derek Carr just like turtles up for another freaking game. Yeah, I mean, right tackle has been an issue for. I was thinking about Colton Millard played decently. Brandon Parker has not played decently. So, by the way, you can see all those grades at pff.com. Okay, our article will be up uh, probably when you're listening to this in the early morning. Thank you guys for hanging out. We love you all. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Peace.